With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Pardon pending? Russia interfering. I'm Barbara Kusak. Speculation over a possible presidential pardon comes on the heels of the sentencing of Trump ally Roger Stone to 40 months in prison for his conviction on witness tampering and lying to Congress. Interestingly, Mr. Trump was at an event in Las Vegas celebrating sentencing and prisoner reforms he signed into law. In his back pocket, the possibility of a pardon. At some point, I'll make a determination. But Roger Stone and everybody has to be treated fairly. And this has not been a fair process. Stone was convicted for lying to Congress and threatening a witness. Bob Costantini, Washington. According to the New York Times, intelligence officials warned House lawmakers last week that Russia was interfering in the 2020 presidential campaign in an effort to get Trump reelected. The Times correspondent Maggie Haberman said the disclosure angered Trump, who said the Democrats would use it against him. The president's argument was that Adam Schiff, uh, the de- ranking Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, would use this information against him in some way. That was basically his main complaint. It may end up being a bad flu season for children, but correspondent Evan Haining says early signs suggest the vaccine, for the most part, has been effective. Flu shots have been more than 50 percent effective in preventing kids from getting so sick they had to see a doctor, the CDC reports. This flu season has featured two waves, each flu a different virus. Now, both bugs are considered dangerous to children, but not so much to the elderly. Still, at least 14,000 Americans have died of the flu this season, 92 of them children. Morgan Stanley announced it would buy the online discount brokerage E-Trade for about $13 billion. It marks the biggest takeover by a major American lender since the 2008 global financial crisis. Stocks closed lower today, the Dow dropping 128 points, the S&P 500 lost 13, and the Nasdaq down 66. I'm Barbara Kusak. It's Mattress Firm's President's Day Sale. Right now, save up to $600 when you get a king bed at a queen price and a queen for a twin. Like a Serta Perfect Sleeper Queen mattress, now just $499.99. Plus, take home a free adjustable base when you spend just $499. Don't wait. Visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you for our best deal of the year. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Lowe's is here to help you update those outdated appliances. And we'll even help you save, too. 
Because when you shop our President's Day appliance savings event, you can get up to 40% off select appliance special values, like a Whirlpool laundry pair, each just $428, $856 for the pair, saving you over $300. Whatever updates you need to make throughout your home today, or any day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 226 U.S. only. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. It's time to say see you later, alligator, to embarrassing and troublesome issues with your skin, nails, and hair with all-natural Cayman alligator oil. Cayman oil is locally made right in Louisiana, where people have been using alligator oil for centuries to treat all kinds of ailments. A drop a day of Cayman oil can help you say see you later, alligator, to athlete's foot, nail fungus, acne, eczema, rashes, dry skin, Cuts, infections, MRSA, scars, burns, sunburns, and even ingrown hair and dandruff. If you or someone you know is tired of suffering with any of these skin, nail, and hair troubles, you need to visit mycayman.com to learn more about 100% natural, non-toxic, hypoallergenic cayman oil and get a bottle today. Say, see you later, alligator, with cayman alligator oil at mycayman.com. That's my C-A-I-M-O-N dot com. MyCayman dot com. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292 FQ Riverside, and K293 CF Moreno Valley. following program on KCAA is pre-recorded. Welcome to the Zero Point Health Hour with your host, Taylor Fakus, and the Zero Point team, where you'll learn everything you need to know to step into the new life path of vitality and infinite potential. Open your hearts and minds and prepare to go on a journey with the Zero Point team to unlock the strongest version of yourself from the inside out. And now, here's Taylor Fakus and the ZPA crew. Welcome back to another episode of the Zero Point Health Show. I am here with two of my favorite people, Mr. Jaron Kitchens, my brother and business partner, and my father, Mr. Jim, Jimothy Fakus. <laughs> so I'm glad to be here with you guys. I'm going to talk about the gym for a second and some of the things that we have coming up. And then we have a pretty interesting topic today that could kind of segue into a lot of different directions. So we'd appreciate it if you guys uh, would like to guide us through that or you have questions to give us a call at 909-792-5222. 
and we'd love to hear from you guys. But we have an event this Saturday from 1 to 4 at Hangar 24, the brewery uh, up at the top of Redlands. So if you want to come, hang out, drink some beer, get a free assessment, uh, pick our brains a little bit, we'd love to see you guys there. Everyone's welcome. You can bring your family, your dogs, whatever. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. We're also going to be giving away some uh, free memberships and supplements and What's all kinds that? of goodies. It's from 1 to 4. This Saturday? This Saturday, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, so then the uh, next event that we have going on is going to be on April 5th. It is at the University of Redlands. I think it's pretty much an all-day event, and you guys will get updated uh, on the details for that as that date approaches. But it's kind of a uh, holistic wellness fair. There's going to be a, uh, like a, a walk to raise money and a bunch of different vendors. We'll have a workshop and a presentation and a booth there. So uh, stay tuned for more details on that. But without further ado... Today we are going to talk about water. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. Water is what we're going to talk about. So I think it would just be interesting to start because it's sitting right in front of us. And one of one of my dad's trademarks uh, everywhere he goes is he has these bottles of water that no one recognizes. And uh, so talk, talk to us a little bit about Divinia and Wata and your experience with it, what it is, your understanding, and just go ahead and share some of that with us. Okay. Well, there's two, two that I drink. Uh, one's called Divinia. And they say they're the world's only pure, balanced, oxygenated, light cellular water. Um, That's a mouthful. Light cellular. Remember that. Light cellular. And they they sort of tout that they are deuterium deficient. Yes. Mm. And uh, deuterium is one of the isotopes of hydrogen. Yep. So, and the reason why that gets in our water, I mean, I can go all over the place with this from secondary to primary water, but the reason why there's deuterium in the water we drink is because in the 40s, Uh, In the Pacific Ocean, I think it was the Trinity Project, they set off an atomic bomb. Mm. And the... um, The hydrogen. uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, hydrogen bomb. Uh, The first isotope is deuterium. The second one is tritium. Mm -hmm. And tritium is the marker for determining if you're uh, tapping into primary water or secondary water. And secondary water is the water that we are familiar with, Mm -hmm. which is surface water, which is evaporated, comes down as snow or rain goes through the disgustingly polluted soil and ends up in our aquifers, tainted, and mm-hmm. we are drinking that. Mm-hmm. But underneath the uh, aquifers, right next to the mantle, is a whole bunch of fresh water, um, exceeding the amount of salt water on the planet, mm-hmm. that is created in the mantle. Mm-hmm because you have hydrogen and oxygen mm-hmm. molecules in the mantle. Under pressure, they're turned into steam, steam slowly percolates up. That's why you'll have um, oh, an oasis out in the middle of the desert where there's no way it could actually get fed. Yep. Or you'll find an artesian well at the top of the Alps when it's obviously not getting fed from rainfall. Yeah, it's, snowfall. The, it's the pressure of the steam coming up through and the crust it, of the it's earth. It's constantly coming up, so it's a constant renewable force yep. um, of water. And the, um, the other one I drink is called Wata. Wata uh, as in like electricity. Like W-A-T-T. Uh, hyphen A H H. That's right, two H's. Yeah, so it's watt like wattage and then ah. Uh. And I always <clears> forget <throat> it's a long um, name, but there's a certain gas that Wata uses uh, with distilled water and to where they just inundate it with all these excess hydrogen molecules, these negative electrons mm-hmm. um, that energize your um, 
mitochondria. Yep. So just to stop you right there, um, what what you touched on before was light, because light is really the key to how the uh, water, which is not in a liquid state when it's in your body or when it's become charged, it's, it's now a plasma. Because when you take water and you expose it to infrared frequencies of light, it polarizes it. So if you, uh, most people are familiar with like hydrophobic, uh, material so like think of like a duck's feathers or there's different sprays and stuff that you can get where water uh, just bounces off of it it doesn't like it it's repelled by it right mm-hmm. but there's also hydrophilic water which is w- things that are attracted to water absorb yeah they absorb water so what will happen is when you have a hydrophilic substance and then you have water next to it the water gets pulled into the hydrophilic uh, material from an, a negative electromagnetic charge because mm-hmm. the water is positively charged and then and when it gets pulled across that barrier, it becomes negatively charged. And so now you actually have a battery that can produce energy. And that process is completely dependent upon light and what frequencies of light are used, which is really the first stage of photosynthesis. So if you think of a plant, the you know rain falls, it goes into the soil, it gets taken up by the roots, but then that water is carried up to the leaves and the leaves are giant solar panels. So the water goes up into the leaves, it gets hit by the infrared and the UV from the sun, and and then it turns it into deuterium depleted plasma that allows the uh, plants to use that for energy because plants don't have mitochondria. Uh, whereas with uh, us, with, with human beings and most other living things that do have that organelle, and if you don't know what mitochondria are, just have a flashback to high school biology. It's the powerhouse of the cell. So if right. you picture you know, a cell, it has little organs in it just like we do. We're just, a, we're just a larger conglomeration, more complex system of cells that have our own organs. So the mitochondria is like the engine. It's, it's what's uh, producing the energy for the cell. And in order for the water to actually be used as energy in the mitochondria, it has to have the right charge, and that's called EZ water. So EZ, I forgot what the E and the Z stands for. Hmm. Oh, it's the exclusion zone. So if you think of a hydrophilic substance, so think of like a sponge. A sponge would like soak up water, right? Right. Sponges like water, right? Mm -hmm. So if you took a puddle of water and you put a sponge next to it close enough, eventually the water would get pulled into the sponge, right? It's it's attracted to it, and it's a little more complicated than that because the sponge... that sounds like a little bit of capillary action. Yeah, because it's not using a charge at that point. Yeah. It's, it's trying to fill itself up. But just for the use of an, of an analogy, the, the sponge wants water in it, right? A dry sponge wants to absorb water. But that's, right? a, that's a pretty good magic trick to have a little bit of water here and just force it to go into the sponge. How do you do that? You, you, all you need is a charge. And uh-huh. so uh, the, the space between the sponge and the water is the exclusion zone. So that exclusion zone is where the polarity happens that attracts the positively charged water into the negatively charged hydrophilic substance, which really actually creates a battery. You can literally have a hydrophilic uh, compound or substance material and then uh, have water next to it and then stick electrodes in it and you can actually run a light bulb from it. So is this <clears throat> kind of what happens when, uh, you know, Jack Cruz talks about how the best way to do cold exposure is to have it followed by uh, infrared light therapy? Would that be the same thing in accordance with what's happening with the body? You would be recharging that battery after that cold water exposure? Yep. yep. Yeah, because if you think about what cold does is whenever you super cool something or you drop the temperature of something, you're increasing its electromagnetic field, mm-hmm. which is why technology, when it overheats, it stops working. Uh, or if you want a battery to last water uh, longer or a magnet to work better, you have to, you have to super 
super cool it. Yeah, if so, you want to super cool something, you can actually actually get stuff to levitate. Yep, yep. Mm. Because it increases the polarity of that electromagnetic charge mm-hmm. to the point where uh, gravity has basically become inert. Um, it's almost like you can think of if you were in water, if you have a belt on and you have the right amount of weights on it, you basically are weightless because you have the, you you've you've zero pointed your your buoyancy because if you swim underwater, your body naturally wants to go up. But if you have just enough weight on you to where you're basically in a weightless state in the water, you've you've now achieved uh, equilibrium in regard to your into your your buoyancy um, in that That's regard. That's fascinating. Um, so so, but to answer your question more fully, when when water also gets heated or when it's ungrounded for too long, so that means it's not in contact with the earth because the earth has a natural negative electromagnetic charge. It creates deuterium. It, yeah, you start getting more uh, of the larger, bulkier isotopes of hydrogen, hydrogen. like like deuterium and deuterium uh, is not able to pass the exclusion zone. It's too big. It's too bulky, and it doesn't have the right charge. So most of the water that we're getting from uh, fruits and vegetables and that we're drinking is really high in deuterium, and it, and it has too many positive ions in it for it to be used as energy by the mitochondria, compounded by the fact that most of us don't get enough actual sunlight. So if you really want to be fully hydrated, uh, you should be drinking good water and also getting infrared light, like the panels that we have at the gym, or just go out and get get some sunlight, you know? Um, And it's one of those things that's interesting too, because if you want to experiment with this on your own, you'll notice that uh, even if you had a really shallow dish, so let's say you had like a half inch or an inch in volume or depth of a dish and you filled it with water and you put it in the freezer some of that water is going to freeze faster than other parts of the water and this is what you used to do yep and <laughs> and it's because the 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 deuterium ha- will freeze faster than the smaller isotopes of hydrogen so if you ever want to make deuterium depleted water and then charge it into a plasma all you have to do is take you know, start with decent water, get like spring water or filtered water or whatever, put it in the fridge until it's about half, or freezer, until it's about half frozen, throw that ice somewhere where it doesn't get exposed to human beings or the environment, because that's just a ton of deuterium, and then take that water and put it out in sunlight for about 30 minutes, especially if it's at a uh, close to sunrise and sunset, because there's more infrared light than there is ultraviolet light. And so then that light now structures the water that is more bioavailable. It charges it with the right electromagnetic frequency. So then when you drink it, it can pass that um, selectively permeable membrane of the cell, get into the in, into the mitochondria and have the right charge to work with the uh, voltage um, I always get this wrong. This voltage channeled calcium gate. So, like with uh, that's one of the big issues with a lot of the chronic disease people have now is when we're exposed to non-native electromagnetic frequencies, so like cell phones, Wi-Fi, artificial light, stuff like that. It changes the the charge that essentially protects the cellular membrane, and it confuses it, and it'll start either taking in too much or not taking in enough. Uh, electrolytes and particularly calcium and so if, if that's the case if your if your cells are clogged up with too much calcium or they don't have enough calcium because all the water you're drinking is full of deuterium then you start to have low mitochondrial function and that no matter what pain or disease you're going through, the more energy your body has, the higher chance you have of resolving that issue. Um, so starting looking at it from a mitochondriac's perspective, um, you would really want to try to get cold water because cold water, especially if it's grounded, is gonna naturally have less deuterium and couple that with light exposure. Well. 
if you get in cold water and you're made out of water, you just cool down all the water in your body, which increased the electromagnetic capacity for it. And then if you use the lights afterwards, which we use at our facility all the time, we'll hop in the cryotank, we'll get cold, and then we'll stand in front of the juve. And now we've amplified our electromagnetic field, and now we're programming it with the frequencies of light that allow that, that water that has the right polarity and the right structure to be more bioavailable for the mitochondria. Boy, so deuterium to me is, um uh, tritium is more of a radioactive marker, but deuterium and tritium are the, are the um, byproduct of an atomic explosion. Hmm. So when you talk about deuterium, it's because we we uh, did, did bombs in the in the oceans years ago. It's that, it's not natural because the water that's coming from the mantle is deuterium and tritium deficient. Mm-hmm. That's how you can tell if you're tapping into it. Um, we didn't talk about that that much, but you mentioned something earlier. Uh, that I wanted to, some clarification on. You said if you take water into your body, it's not water anymore. It's yep. plasma. Yeah. So why don't we talk about the forms of water? There's solid, which is like ice. ice. There's liquid. There's gas, which is steam. Mm-hmm. And then there's energized gas, which I hear is some form of plasma. Mm-hmm. And then there's the fifth state to me is also plasma. So what changes water from distilled water into plasma it's because it's more like a, a fluid yeah so it's it's actually the structure of it so mm. like even even if you can get a uh, water that's flowing to spiral um, whenever you get because because water water really is a liquid crystal and and the molecular structure of water is actually incredibly similar to quartz and so if you if you create a toroidal or a spiral based pattern of a charged it's charged by the natural negative ions of the earth and also by light and you create a spiral or a vortex with it it creates an electromagnetic field and it structures the water just like the art crystal that you have the art crystal that you have which we can get into as well is is basically doing that but instead of using uh the earth or light it's using the structure of space-time it's it's using ether to do that um which most people won't understand that and we can kind of get into that if you want but um i just wanted to touch on one of the things that you brought up because my understanding and, and i could be wrong in this but my understanding is is that there are natural forms of deuterium and um uh, tr- what's the other one? Trinium? Tritium. T-R-I-T-I-U-M. Yeah, f- um, from uh, asteroid impacts. Because when when you have an asteroid mm. impact, um, it actually creates nuclear glass. Right. So um, there's actually, it is a lot more like, like a hydrogen explosion. So the so, heat could maybe uh, yep. yeah, fuse the hydrogen into deuterium. Yep. Well, that's saying? the same reason why when we asked yeah. Nassim Haramine, hey, how can you kill an art crystal? He said, boil it because that heat will destabilize the, mm-hmm. the, the structure that it's in because the molecules get so active and they're moving around so much that right. they can't remain uh, in coherence. Okay, that makes, that makes sense. But plasma, once again, what makes it plasma is its electrical matrix? It's the structure of it. So, here, here's, a, so here's how I like explaining it um, in terms of, of the body and exercise and body work. So like, uh, and if you guys are listening and you have questions and you want to get deeper into this, please call so we can, uh, we can make sure everyone's following along. So if we're talking about different uh, structures, different, different iterations of, of matter, right? If you use the body as an example, you have like bones, muscle, tendon, ligament, and fascia. There's more than that, but I don't want to go on like 
way crazy rant. So those are all actually the same thing, but with different densities and different structures. So for example, if you take aptite and calcium and collagen, which are the three uh, foundational components of a bone and water, and you put it in a Petri dish, a bone doesn't just appear, right? It has to be given information to structure it. So if you take that same, that same Petri dish and you run an electrical current through it, it immediately self-organizes in a lattice-like structure that would be um, analogous to a bone. Same thing with fascia. So fascia, which is the soft tissue that connects every other tissue in your body. So like fascia is everywhere. I mean, it, it attaches to all the ligaments, the tendons, the bones, the organs, um, the nerves. It's all over your body. And fascia has this really interesting property called thixotropy. It's a, it's a thixotropic compound, which basically means it's a plasma that can change from a liquid back into a plasma. And that's based off of the information that it's getting. So for example, if I'm working on somebody and I'm applying pressure on a muscle or a piece of fascia, that pressure causes a... Uh, a effect called mechanotransduction. So mechano means mechanical. There's a mechanical pressure I'm pushing on you, right? Mm -hmm. And it's transducing information that causes a chemical reaction that creates an electromagnetic field. And that field then gives the fascia the information that it needs to change into. So if I do a myofascial release technique on someone's body, I'm, I'm creating a force, whether it's torsion or a, a rotational force or a compressive force, there's some kind of force on the body. It creates an electromagnetic field, which then tells the fascia to turn back more into a liquid and restructure with the new information into a plasma, which gives it a, a, an entirely new structure and function, okay. um, which is one of the really cool things about emotions because emo when you have and and I always forget the guy's name you might remember dad uh, it was a Japanese I believe scientist that did a lot of research on how if you say something to Go water to the water yeah what the bleep do we know yeah if you say something to the water like I love you and then you flash freeze it it's perfect like sacred geometry and if you say I hate you to it or whatever then it's this ca this chaos right yeah so if we're mostly water and the water's in a state of plasma and we're creating electromagnetic fields and information through our emotions, because emotions have different vibratory levels and different frequencies, right. a lot of people's posture and their breathing and their structure is actually held together by the emotional traumas and these experiences that they've had, which is why when you do, there's a million different techniques out there, um, but when you are able to let go of an emotion, like you have a, you have a cathartic uh, experience of, of crying or you're doing like EMDR or any kind of, any kind of therapy where you, you release an emotion that you might not have even known was there, it literally changes your posture. It changes the structure and the organization of, of your body. Um, and that's why I really truly believe that the root cause of all pain is emotional. Um, because even though it might be causing pain, uh, your brain looks at it from the perspective of, well, this pain has kept me alive this, this long. So if I let go of this pain, I'm Joe Dispenza gets into that a lot. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, if I'm still alive, if your your brain thinks, oh, I'm doing good, like I'm this is what this is right because I'm still alive, and so if something's unfamiliar, like not having that emotion, your brain doesn't know if that's going to keep it alive or not. So it will get attached to and comfortable with and familiar with 
pain, anxiety, depression, all these different things. And we hold on to those patterns because they're familiar and they're associated with us still surviving. Yeah, it's amazing how a simple thought can turn into an actual knot in your body. Oh, yeah. You know that better than the most pa- people. The power of thought. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's time for a break. All right. Well, we'll be right back after this, guys. Give us a call at 909-792-5222 and we will blow your mind with water. Zero Point Health. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Zero Point Athletics. Calamases, newest gym, the Inland Empire's newest gym. Unbelievable services, unbelievable gear and equipment. Zero Point Athletics. You thought you knew what a gym was supposed to be like? Visit Zero Point Athletics and find out for yourself, first-hand experience, all that matters. Zero Point Athletics. Your body, your mind, your spirit will never be the same. Zero Point Athletics, 1103 Calamesa Boulevard, Calamesa. Call 810 810- 7973. That's area 909-810-7973. Zero point. Athletics. Inside the Fed's head, the minutes of the last Federal Reserve meeting at the end of January are now out showing what the central bankers were and possibly are still thinking about the economy. They say they'll continue to guard against domestic and global risks. Some officials push for inflation to modestly exceed 2% for a time. They expect the U.S. economy to grow behind consumer spending. However, they have concerns about the coronavirus outbreak. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. That meeting was before the coronavirus got worse, but just last week, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said they're watching to see if the virus will disrupt the world economy enough to have what he calls a material impact on the U.S. economy. A basket of 10 leading indicators shows the U.S. economy is looking good over the next six months. The conference board's new January index is up eight-tenths percent after falling three-tenths in December. The board's economist says the strong pickup last month was driven by a sharp drop in initial unemployment insurance claims, increasing housing permits, consumers' outlook on the economy, and financial indicators. Jobless claims did rise slightly in the last week to 210,000, up by 4,000, but that's still considered a low number. MGM Resort says it was the victim of a data breach last year following a report claiming details of more than 10 million hotel guests had been compromised. The company says it discovered the unauthorized access of a cloud server last summer. It contained a limited amount of information for certain previous guests. MGM says no financial, payment card, or password data was involved, and those affected guests have been notified. A majority of information that was exposed related to guest names and phone numbers. MGM says it has now upgraded its security network. Frank Holland reporting. And some new ways to get fat with the help from the Cheesecake Factory. Next month, the restaurant chain will roll out a line of ice creams, seven flavors with a foundation of actual cheesecake made with the restaurant's signature blend. The flavors include birthday cake, chocolate, cookies and cream, key lime, original salted caramel, and strawberry. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. Talk 102.3 FM, Riverside, KCAA, NBCRadioNews.com. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Zero Point Health Show, everybody. Uh, we have a little public service announcement sponsored by Mr. Jim Fakus, and I just think this is something that is worth considering and looking into. Uh, there's a lot of talk in the media right now about the coronavirus, and, uh, you know, my dad has this uncanny habit of sounding really crazy and then always ending up being right but uh make make your own oh, decision me. <laughs> make, make your own decision on this this is something that i would just encourage you guys to explore and look into on your own and make your own decision but uh it seems like the potential benefit compared to the potential risk is uh worth is is noteworthy because uh go ahead and share what you just shared with us yeah the coronavirus i guess is um I'm not trying to promote any fear here, but I guess it's uh, more effective uh, and uh, at a faster rate than the SARS virus. It uh, can survive on surfaces for a few days and it's airborne. Um, and what it does is when it gets in your system, most of the pictures we've seen are, um, and, it, and it attacks more young folks, young adults, but you see them sort of uh, holding onto their chest because yeah. they're having a tough time breathing. They're actually yep. drowning. So what the virus does is it triggers the immune system. It tricks it into a cytokine storm, C-Y-T-O-K-I-N-E. Yeah, and those are inflammatory markers, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the one thing that prevents this is highly available B6. So I was really surprised that there's already a, um, what would you call it, sort of a, a way to counteract the ability of this virus to make you drown in your, in your own liquids. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to get that out there. I think it would be smart to um, have a vitamin, a vitamin B6 either in an available shot or uh, fairly potent pills. Yeah, for so sure. So you could sort of counteract that. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting too because uh, what first came to mind is uh, when, it, when it comes to breathing, which I never stop talking about, but it's uh, something that I always will continue to talk about because everyone that's listening is doing it right now, <laughs> uh, is uh, that if you don't understand how to have a proper breath, your respiratory rhythm and cycle is not in coherence with your organ systems and your neurology and, um, you know, your, your whole human beingness, you, you're not able to effectively pump. So if you really think about what a, a human body is, just from a structural standpoint, uh, we're, we're pumping fluids and gas 
throughout our body all the time. The cerebral spinal fluid throughout the spine and the brain, oxygen and carbon dioxide through the lungs, the lymphatic system, blood. Water. Yep, yeah, <laughs> water. So like all, all these different things. And so it's interesting when, when you consider, you know, if your body is fighting off an infection, then that means the blood, the white blood cells in the blood are, are attacking the virus or whatever it is. And then the waste system for blood is, is your lymph, your lymphatic system. Mm -hmm. So if there's fluid pooling in your lungs, it's probably lymph, lymphatic fluid. And so if you are able to use your diaphragm properly to breathe and you're able to uh, understand how the lymphatic system works and how integrated it is with every other system of the body, I feel like you would have a much lower susceptibility to something like that. So I would imagine most people that are getting this are people that already have really poor breathing mechanics. They well, they may be compromised to some degree already, their immune system, but uh, it tends to be younger folks. Well, and, and the, that's the thing. Uh, one of the points I'm trying to make is, is it's like there's a lot of really young, really fit, really good looking sick people. Um, and, I, and I think a lot of that really comes down to how overstimulated we all are and how much anxiety there is. Because if you're uh, not able to sleep well, if you can't breathe deeply, if you don't feel grounded and you're always in a high state of anxiety, then your breathing right. pattern is going to be compensatory and pathological and you're going to be a lot more vulnerable to something like that. Now, you said breathe deeply which I don't think I have any problem doing because I've had asthma my whole life. So I have no problem sort of getting it in. Asthmatics have a problem expelling it. And you were constantly telling me that I'm not expelling enough. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I'm only using like the top half of my lungs and you not the bottom it. half. You nailed it 100%. And, and this is the thing. First of all, asthma is not a disease. Asthma is a symptom. So they're like, if you get diagnosed with asthma, it's just like being diagnosed with arthritis. So if you look at the word arthritis, arthro, uh, the root word arthro means joint and itis mean anything that has itis in it is, means, it in, is well, no inflammation or inflammation, right? So if someone diagnoses you with arthritis, that would be like if they diagnosed you with nausea, it's like, that's not a disease. That's a symptom. That's right. a byproduct from something right. else. So asthma is almost always a symptom of someone that cannot tolerate CO2, which is really a shift hmm. in blood alkalinity. So when you inhale and you bring in oxygen, oxygen is alkalizing, right? CO2 is acidic. Well, this is where it gets a little interesting because if you want to have more bioavailable oxygen in your body, you have to have enough CO2 in your body because the part of the red blood cell, so when, when the, 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 the blood that's full of oxygen is flowing to your brain and your muscles and your organs, mm -hmm. in order for the blood to release the oxygen to the tissue, CO2 has to be present. So when people get stuck in a chronic hyperventilatory state, they're really just blowing out all their CO2. Right. I mean, if you're changing their um, the pH, uh, acidity, their pH, yep. right. Yep. And so, but here's the, the weird old fingers thing. fingers and toes, everything can curl up. It can be very dangerous. Well, but the interesting thing is, is there's this uh, like negative feedback loop because hmm. if you hold your breath at first, you're going to become more acidic because CO2 levels rise. Right. And so when you start experiencing that shift in blood alkalinity, your brain goes, oh my God, I'm dying. I'm suffocating. I need to breathe. But what's really interesting is, is if you just relax into that, you realize it's an, it's an illusion. It's an oversensitivity mm -hmm. that you have this sensor in your brain. That's just going haywire. If you can tolerate that long enough, the CO2 actually frees up 
all the oxygen. So there's a super compensation phase that happens. So when you hold your breath out and you get that hunger for air and you have that, raise in, that rise in CO2 and your blood becomes more acidic, but you just stay calm, you stay relaxed, you don't go right back into a <gasps> hyperventilatory gasp, you actually then hyperalkalize <laughs> your body because there's all of this bio, I just scared someone, there's all this bioavailable <laughs> oxygen now. Right. So it's, it's one of those things that uh, Dr. Buteco discovered during the Cold War because when we were going back and forth with Russia, and we obviously have a superior military, more money, uh, they wanted to figure out how they could have these fighter jets where they wouldn't have to have oxygen tanks or even pressurize the, 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 um, the cockpit. So this dude was like, well, let's just train people to hold their breath so long that they could go on an entire mission without even needing oxygen. And when they started doing this research, they found something that was very paradoxical, that the less you breathe, the more oxygenated you get, which is why if you were hyperventilating right now and about to pass out, what would somebody hand you? A brown paper bag. So you could? Inhale your CO2. That would make oxygen more bioavailable again. Yeah. Because you pass You're out. You're counteracting it. Yep. You, when you hyperventilate, you pass out from oxygen deprivation. Well, asthmatics also have this phlegm coming up. So I wonder if B6 would even help asthmatics it, because it, it's knocking down the phlegm, which, it, which is what that cytokine storm was producing. It definitely, that sounds logical. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that's really interesting about CO2 also is it's one of the most powerful vaso and bronchial dilators on the planet. So like for uh, one study that I thought was really interesting was I was, um, uh, I mean, I was looking for a friend. Uh, I was looking through studies on erectile dysfunction and uh, it was one of those things where um, they they took it was like 300 300 men that had ED and uh, they gave them all CPAPs because they recognized that almost all of them had sleep obstructive diseases or sleep apnea so they gave them all CPAPs and there was like a 90% cure rate of their ED and it was because they had a better CO2 hmm. oxygen exchange happening which dilates the blood vessels dilates the bronchial tubes which is why if you ever are c congested or you're you feel like your airway is restricted you can literally just completely exhale, hold your breath out, pinch your nose, and if you're watching this on video, mm. pinch your nose and nod your head up and down a couple times, and that will cause nitric oxide and CO2 to flood your, your nostrils, and it'll completely open up your sinus passages, um, which will then allow you to I think that's a good breathe. idea. We should all start doing this. Yeah, every, every radio yeah, show should be like this from now on. Yep. That's a great idea. That, that way we don't get the coronavirus. Okay. But uh, anyways, <laughs> before we get too far off track, I'm very interested in hearing more about the experience that you've been having uh, taking the uh -huh. other water the other other water well um, I was I'm taking um, the divinia the um, deuterium deficient I'm taking the wata which is sort of mixed with the gas and, and highly um, um, energized with electrons but I also did a, um, a biofeedback analysis I sent uh, um, fingernails um, some hair uh, cheek swab and a photo of just myself nobody else in there and this gal in um, Arizona put it through this machine I think it's called a um, quest well it's a quest without the U Q E S T four dot com maybe at any rate it, a rate it analyzes like about 40,000 aspects of your body things that uh, you know, she determined one or two of my teeth maybe were having issues, and my lymph glands and all this stuff. But one thing that most people don't realize is water 
holds frequency. Information. Information, yeah. Yep. So if she thought that I had a parasite and that wormwood would get rid of it, she knows the uh, MOR, the mortality uh, oscillatory rate, the actual frequency of wormwood, and she puts the frequency into the water, it's distilled water. And that frequency now acts as if I'm taking wormwood. Explain that a little bit deeper, or, or I can too. So it's one of those things where it's like, every frequency has, a, has its mirrored opposite, right? The, the, the polarity of it. So like if you have a virus that has a certain frequency, then there would be a counter frequency that would make that virus inert. And that's what you're, that's what you're describing, right? Well, I was touching more on um, Royal Rife's yeah. um, um, uh, experiments done in the 30s to where using, um, it wasn't even electron microscope, it was this unbelievably um, lensed um, microscope that still can see better today than most of the equipment we have out there. He would shine a light on certain bacteria, the light that they absorbed or didn't absorb would point him to the frequency that they operated at. Mm -hmm. Just like if you're in the shower and you start going on, you find that one spot where it gets real loud, mm -hmm. where you're now doing a resonance. Yep. You've hit the um, oscillatory rate mm -hmm. of your throat. Yep. So the water, having the ability to hold all of these frequencies, she's stuck in stuff um, that has really been um, I guess detoxifying me. Well, I can. That's give me a lot of energy. Yeah, I mean, I can attest, and everyone who's seen you has said that your mood's different. Um, you actually broke out pretty bad the first couple of weeks with oh my stuff gosh, just coming yeah. out of your it face. Uh -huh. um, and 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 that I thought was pretty interesting because it's it again. It's one of those things where it's like you know, look at it from a cellular level. So like a cell isn't going to absorb a. A steak calorie, like a, a debatable. <laughs> uh, you know, like a cell isn't going to absorb a carb. You know, cells right. are exchanging electromagnetic information, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and it does it through the medium of water. So if you just like how you can structure water with sound, light, um, or even intention. Uh, if you, uh, and there's a guy that does this, I think his name's the essential oil wizard. And what he does is he'll take like an essential oil, he'll find the vibratory rate of, rate of it, and then just charge water with it. And it has the same properties that the oil has because the uh, liquid crystal that we call water has the ability to, like you said, maintain and retain frequency and information. Yeah, hold the frequency um, and, and and provide data. Yep. Well, it's just, and, 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 and this might not be 100% accurate, but this is how I understand it in my mind and, and how it clicked for me, is that there's always different densities of, of stuff, right? You know, gas is less dense than liquid. Solid is more mm -hmm. dense than, uh, a solid is more dense than a liquid is, right? So um, th there's... In our three-dimensional reality, those are kind of like how we think. Is it a liquid, is it a solid, or is it a gas, right? But then there's this idea of empty space. Well, that's just something that's so... It's invisible. We can't see it. It's not empty. That's one thing we've determined. Well, yeah, it, and it's just, it's, it's so outside of the realm of the three states of matter that we're familiar with that, mm -hmm. we, that we don't really perceive it, right? So it's like there's all these different densities of crystalline structures. And so water being a liquid and crystalline structure, but space-time is also a superfluid liquid. Uh, the ether is a superfluid liquid. Mm -hmm. And so information can be translated across that, otherwise 
radio waves wouldn't work and cell phones wouldn't work and a lot of these things uh, that you know people debate if they're real or not whether it's astral projection or remote viewing or telepathic capacities or you know all these different things I mean the one that it that is kind of researched and studied is quantum entanglement so it's like you right. know if, if you take two particles that are really far apart and you stimulate one and the other one is stimulated at the exact same time with no delay at all no matter how much space is in between them mm-hmm. then that means that there must be a superconductive um, substance a superconductor that is connecting those two things or entangling them so for me water is just like a little bit of a denser version of space-time yeah all the planets, uh, all the stars are all connected through uh, invisible filaments, magnetic um, uh, filaments. Yep. So, yeah, they're all connected. So it's very interesting, the ability of water. And um, all we hear is that it's rare and it's polluted and that it's full of disease. And the way we have been managing it is true. I agree with that. Remember I talked earlier about the primary water, Mm -hmm. which is water that's actually um, deuterium and tritium deficient. And it's accessed through fissures and cracks in humidity. Something that we're surrounded by in different forms all the time, whether it's rain, humidity, the ocean, or whatever. But it's something that I feel like most people don't understand the true properties of. And if it's one of the things that, if it is the most essential thing for life and the experience of life, I feel like it's something that's worth talking about. Because, okay, that makes sense. Um, you know, and, and, and it's one of those things as well where there's a lot of misinformation around it. You know, I mean, the, the, the fact that there are there's still fluoride being put in tap water and we're being told that it's safe to drink with all the pesticides herbicides right. pharmaceutical drugs all you this should other not stuff be drinking it. city water or you tap shouldn't water. even be showering in tap water yeah that that came across me about a year and a half ago and i sent you and your brother some nice filters for your shower yep. because when you're taking a shower your whole body yep. is getting coated yep. in pharmaceuticals yep. Plastics, chemicals, things that the uh, sewage treatment plant can't take out. Well, yeah, a 15-minute hot shower is uh, essentially equivalent to drinking an entire gallon of tap water uh, because mm-hmm. all of your pores open up and it's right. covering your entire body. So, um, like, even at the gym, we have shower head filters that filter out a lot of that stuff, the chlorine, the heavy metals, the fluoride, and it alkalizes it. Well, a nice like byproduct, that. too, if you have a glass shower. Uh, there's no calcification yep. on the on the glass because yep. it's pure water. Yep. You can actually drink it. You feel better. Yeah, I do drink it. The shampoo looks well, works better. And well, yeah. You smell better. Yeah, my, it's, my, it's just my, amazing. Yeah, my skin's improved. My hair's improved. Um, I've noticed a big difference for sure. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things that's ubiquitous. It's I mean, water is everywhere, and and I feel like there's so much misinformation and misunderstanding around it, and also it. Until recently, it seems like there's kind of a general lack of interest in it. Like, you know, if people are even drinking water, which is hard or enough. enough. Yeah. Was it eight eight glasses a day? Uh, it, it really depends on a lot of different which things. Which is what? Know? Eight times eight is 64. 64. That's like two quarts. So what's typically recommended would be half of your body weight in ounces of water a day. But again, it depends. What water are you drinking? Is that water bioavailable? Is it even getting inside of your cells? Well, w- one difference between Davinia... It's in glass. Yep. Whereas Wata's in plastic. And that's one of Davinia's selling points is that all the plastic, to some degree, leeches, you know, toxins and and things that are not good for us. Well, and the hilarious thing is is hydrogen-rich water 
which is the same thing as deuterium depleted water for the most part, uh, those hydrogen molecules are so small that they go through plastic. So if you put a bottle of hydrogen rich water in a plastic bottle, at some point, I mean, it's escaping. It's going through the plastic. Hmm, I didn't realize that. <laughs> so that's why it needs to either be like a Capri Sun pouch thing with metal or, mm -hmm. or glass like that, um, which is, you know, why when, when you should have rolled with your canned water invention like 20 years ago and, and just made it de <laughs> deuterium depleted canned water. <laughs> and your pillow idea. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I probably would have made a, the, the same mistake because uh, aluminum is another thing that's really not good for us. And it's in our deodorants. It's in our soda cans it's in our toothpaste mm -hmm. it's so there is a lot of uh, weaponization of the food the air and the in the water that we drink and it's really smart with everything that's going on now to try to figure out a way to give your body the cleanest least amount of mm -hmm. chemical you know warfare so well one of the very first people to put fluoride in water was I think it was uh, the Germans. Adolf Hitler. Yeah, because it sort of relaxes people, turns them into... Docile. Um, yeah. Well, it's one of those things, too, where fluoride and the wrong Easily kind controlled. of calcium will, will calcify your pineal gland. And you'll, you'll start to get deposits of that around your pineal gland, which is... That's essentially your third eye. So, like, if you want to be able to... Again, if we go back to everything being light and sound and frequency and right. information, which is geometry, and you're not able to tune your radio to a higher frequency because your receiver or your antenna is covered in crap, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be asking certain questions. You know, you're not going to have certain creative ideas. Like you, the, the flow of, of life has now been um, d dysregulated, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I do therapeutically with people so much is it's like when I do a session with someone, I, I go to great length to explain why we're doing the techniques we're doing because you know if you think of going you know I don't like to use the M word but you know I have a massage therapy license so typically if you go see a massage therapist there's a certain picture of that you know like you're, you're getting your legs worked on and you got a nice flowy thing going on and that's super healthy and it's great I have nothing negative to say about it it's awesome but what I do is very different from that so like when someone comes in and they see that I'm a massage therapist first of all I'm like okay well let's get on the phone and let's talk about how this, this is probably going to be a little bit different than what you expect right. um, but what I really try to help people with first is what I call aligning the three S's so the three S's of the body are your sacrum your sternum and your sphenoid bone and your sphenoid bone is the bone that is right above the roof of your mouth and right behind your eyes it's at the base of your skull and your pineal gland sits right on top of it mm. and your sphenoid bone is a floating bone so it can it can move anteriorly and posteriorly and it can it can oscillate so it is technically a diaphragm it's technically a pump so if your sphenoid bone is locked into a position which many people's are you cannot now drain inflammation and bring fresh nutrients to your brain just like when your sternum is not at the right angle the optimal position then you you lose the ability for your respiratory diaphragm to pump the organs and to pump lymph mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with your pelvic floor and your sacrum so when you get your three s's in alignment you now have the ability to pump fluid and gas throughout your body in a way that detoxifies you that is anti-inflammatory that allows you to sleep and it's like i love supplements and i love all this cool water talk and everything but i mean honestly if you could just breathe right and get eight hours of good sleep 
you're probably going to live a really long time and feel pretty damn good. Um, well, and the water. Uh, I, I recommend, I only drink distilled water. And I know distilled water is highly um, leachable because water wants minerals. Yeah. It wants mm-hmm. to be full. But um, if, uh, if you drink distilled water, which I recommend, go out and get some red Himalayan salt or some salt that hasn't been polluted by mankind yet and just put a little dash yep. in there. Yep. Uh, every once in a while, you don't have to do it all the time. But uh, distilled water is the way to go. Well, it's well, it, and just to touch on that, like distilled water can't carry a current because, uh, like, if you were in a bathtub full of distilled it's water, mineral deficient, and you dropped a car battery in it, you wouldn't get electrocuted because the electrolytes which are the trace minerals or what actually conduct the electricity, Mm -hmm. which is why it is important to remineralize distilled water unless you're doing like a fast or like something like I wouldn't just drink distilled water all the time. Like you definitely want to get a lot of those trace minerals in there. Um, But there's also a lot of things that you want to get out. So if you're in one of those modes of, you know, uh, cleansing as opposed to nourishing, then that, that could make sense because it's one of those things too, where it's like, you know, there's so much debate. I actually just saw uh, a couple clips cause I don't really watch TV, but there's a, a really popular like daytime talk show called the doctors and they have all these doctors mm-hmm. on there mm-hmm. and their credentials are quite interesting if you actually look into what they actually do it's like oh wow you have a plastic surgeon as one of the doctors on a, on this health show that's a little odd but anyways they had a uh, Saladino, Paul, Paul, Paul Saladino, yeah, carnivore um, guy, yeah, who's the carnivore MD. So he's basically mm. a doctor that basically prescribes meat-only diets for people that have autoimmune issues or that are that are ill, and is trying to make a case for, uh, you know, that uh, there's a lar- large population of people that could thrive on only meat. But you know, whenever you make something black and white, at, at some point there's going to be a point of diminishing returns, you know, because that's not balanced. So I always try to tell people to think of it's like, okay, well, what kind of state are you in right now? Are you in, are you in a detoxifying, cleansing, nourishing state? Then you probably want to eat a little bit more alkaline foods and, and plants that are healthy and prepared right and grown right. And well, most people stuff. can use a good cleanse. I don't think hardly any of us has ever had one. And did I mention to you that I did a um, distilled water Oh, yeah. Fast, a three-day fast. The first time I did it, I I took some supplements, and I drank just regular bottled water. And then a a good doctor friend of ours in Hawaii suggested that I do it with distilled water, because when you don't have anything in the water, after three days, your digestive system has nothing to digest. It doesn't promote any activity so it has a it goes into a, a resting mm-hmm. you have a um a digestive resting mm-hmm. and then you're if you hang in there for one more day you're now converting your burning of carbohydrates into fats you turn it into a ketosis mm-hmm issue and I think that's the probably the most amazing impact I had on my body in the last two years yep. I lost 15 pounds and this was just over three days yep. and it, you you think that's sort of easy to do but it's not the first days you know you can usually fly by it but it's something I would suggest that if you are having inflammation issues uh, you're you're having sluggishness issues I would try to clean your body up with just nothing but distilled water Nothing. No salt, uh, not a speck of pepper. Mm -hmm. And I think you would um, have a a good chance of setting yourself on a new path. Yeah, and and I agree. I just think uh, to just be really mindful about that, because if you're like a, you know, someone that's really toxic or maybe you're you're overweight, you've been on medications for a long time, like, you know, that because I agree with everything that you're saying. But like, I think that there's baby steps to getting to that, because if if someone's just, you know, 
not eating the right foods, not exercising, they're on pharmaceutical drugs or whatever, and you cut like all that out and you just drink distilled water, you can kind of have, you know, I don't know, uh, some some undesirable results from that because I think that uh, what I usually recommend people do. I don't think caveman ate three times a day every day. Oh, you're absolutely right. There would be days when he had nothing. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to that, I think you made a really good point, Jim. And this is something I've always been kind of curious about with, you know, not salting your water while you're fasting is, you know, if a caveman were to go days on end without, you know, only drinking water, well, the water they're drinking is still mineralized. So Mm -hmm. is the reason that you're taking out all the minerals because you want to increase uh, apoptosis and autophagy? Yep, you want to shut down the digestive system. Mm-hmm. And you it won't shut down if you're giving it anything. It will create an enzyme to to break down the salt or the sugar or the pepper, whatever. So you have to be just completely distilled. Yeah, and, and, and I, I there's no disagreement on my end. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, that's something you definitely want to ease into. Yeah, check into it. Digestive resting? Yeah, it's digestive mm-hmm. rest. And then rest. what Jaron mentioned, aptosis and, and autophagy or whatever, I always say it wrong. Um, that's basically when your body goes, oh, there's nothing left. I'm going to eat myself. Mm-hmm. And so then it will, it will go through. Because we're surviving off of carbs right now, and that's why we're all overweight. We need to be feeding off of our fat like the Eskimos. <laughs> yeah. Um, but your body will target mutated and damaged cells first. So it'll go, okay, well, these cells aren't really working that good anyways. We can sacrifice them because aptosis is cellular suicide. Mm-hmm. You basically, the cell goes, oh, all right, dude, I'll feed myself to my, I'll feed myself to you. We still got two minutes. Two minutes. Um, and uh, so that way the body's able to clear out anything that is like starting to become mutated or malignant or anything like that. But what I always recommend people do is, is if they've never fasted before is to start with just a fat fast. So that way it's not like you have no calories, but stick with like grass fed butter. Ghee is better. Uh, grass fed ghee, some MCT oil, you know, try to, try to see if you could completely minimize fat or sorry, excuse me, if you can completely minimize protein and carbs and just drink water and do that for 24 hours first and see how you feel. Cause that'll help bring you out of it a little bit. Water and fat, just water and fat. And then the next because time, isn't the, the ketosis diet is protein and fat with no carbs, right? Uh, but fat much more so than protein. Right. Like you want like 70 to 80% fat because when you have um, too many amino acids in your body, your body will go through a process called gluconeogenesis where it turns the protein into sugar. Um, so a lot mm. of people that are doing keto, uh, they're really not doing keto. They're basically doing high protein paleo or almost more like a, like a modified carnivore, which is still could be highly, highly useful. But, um, we're, we're starting to get out of time here and, uh, well, thanks for allowing me to show up today yeah, on no, your show. It was th- thank a you. lot of fun. Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, keep in mind, guys, we're going to be at Hangar this Saturday from 1 to 4. Come by, talk to us, ask your questions. Hangar 24. Um, yep, Inducing information. Brewery. Yep. yep. And then on April 5th, you'll get the details from that. Uh, we're about uh, the first week into our Holistic Transformation Challenge, and people are already getting incredible results. So uh, we do that every couple months. And check out the, uh, the deal we have on Groupon. If you know about Groupon, go on Groupon. On, just type in zero point athletics it's a deal you can't beat on there so if you're interested in trying this stuff out at a cheap rate without a commitment check us out on groupon and at zero point athletics on instagram zero point <laughs> athletics 1103 calamesa boulevard we love you guys all right take care take care thanks guys kca KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.